0: Well, we're going to continue this morning sharing some of the vision for 2022. And I just want to say that I don't think there's a greater time to be alive. Like in the kingdom of God, this is a great moment of opportunity. And uh, you might not feel that way if you watch the news, but maybe you don't need to watch the news. And maybe there's some other news that we need to tune into that it's in moments like these that are our greatest opportunity And that we were created for moments like this. You were born for this season. The Lord, again, he looked out of all that, he could have placed you in 1776. But he chose to place you right now. And he knew that what was coming, he's not surprised, he's not caught off guard. He is eternal God who has a plan. And we are a part of that plan in this season. And And I believe that we're moving in, towards a time of incredible, incredible harvest. And these are days of opportunity. And people are becoming more and more disillusioned with material things, with the things of the world. And people are searching all around us. In our neighborhoods, people are hungry. They're desperate. They're lonely. This this is our moment. And I'm so thankful to be a part of, of this house that, we're here to encounter Jesus, and 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 that's why we do what we do this morning. That's why you may have thought, I don't, you know, you may have thought this thing is kind of out of control. Well, we're here to go wherever God goes, and and I so appreciate Andrew. I appreciate you taking us there. I appreciate you going boldly, boldly leading us today um, into deeper encounters. And our worship team just taking us there and, and going off script. You know, Yeah, we have a plan, but Holy Spirit River goes some other direction. Where are we going? We're going to go with what Holy Spirit does. And people who encounter God bring transformation. And that transformation happens through people like us, one by one. But as we are transformed, that changes cities. There was a woman in John 4 who, who went to a well and ran into a man named Jesus and that Jesus began to declare things about her life and she went back into that city and that one woman brought transformation in that city. She, she said, hey, come and see someone who told me everything I've ever done. And people came. And transformation happened in the city. And transformation happens in Fort Worth, Texas because of what happens in this room. Because transformed people are going out And bringing that transformation into the world. And I'm so thankful to be a part of this house, Convergence. Can you just say Convergence? You know, I I love having a name that when we speak that name, I feel like it does something in the spirit. Like we're declaring that spirit and truth are converging. We're declaring the converging of heaven and earth. And that's I'm so thankful for the name um, that that God has given us as a people. And He's given us the word this year to build boldly. We're not here to survive 2022. <laughs> this is a time to really build and, and to prepare for the harvest. And so I want to talk some more about that. And, and last week, Andrew did a great job. And just sharing some of the words that have come up. And one of the things is we feel like we're here to continue to bring a shaking up in this region. That this region is not called to be a dry, powerless, stale, religious place. But we're here to shake that up and declare the kingdom of God has come. To declare that these are days when the Holy Spirit is poured out. And I'm just so thankful for what God's doing, that all around this region, churches are springing up now that are alive with the Spirit of God. And I pray we have thousands more over these next few years. And I believe that God is redefining church for a generation, shaking up the way things have always been done, and we're going to watch him do something new. And we're not here to tolerate the new thing God does. We're here to be on the front line of it. We're here to step into it before we understand it. And to say, God, I don't understand this. This makes me uncomfortable. Anytime I've experienced a move of God, it has made me hugely uncomfortable. But something in my heart has said, this is God. And I've said, God, I will not deny you. I will not deny what you do. I love what you do. I love who you are. And however the fresh encounter of God looks over our region, we're signed up. Amen? amen. And I love being a part of a house that is ready to move. And one of the verses for this year that we've been emphasizing is Acts 9.31, that the church throughout all Judea, Galilee, and Samaria enjoyed peace Being built up. Can you say being built up? Being built up and going on in the fear of the Lord and the comfort of the Holy Spirit. The convergence (laughs) of the awe of God. That God is real. God's not a game. God's not something we play on Sunday. He is the living, almighty, eternal God that we're going to be in heaven before his throne for all eternity. And he is alive and real. The fear of God that comes. And at the same time, the comfort of the Holy Spirit converging together. And out of that, we're being built up. And we're going to continue to increase. And there's going to be increase in this house. And there's going to be increase in this city. And increase in this region that word built up oikodomeo say it again oikodomeo we're going to say this word often this year it's that greek word to build a house it it means like you're putting a stone on a house and i want to tell you something i'm looking at some living stones today who are being built up i'm looking at some living stones that are going to new places with god because we are the church so Bill Bowling means we're establishing, constructing, and spiritually advancing by stepping into greater confidence and risk. And I just, one of the things I want to say this morning is I just want to say what an amazing team and staff we have here at Convergence. Can we just give them a hand? And you know, there, there has been so much that, there's so much that goes on that you don't see behind the like, scenes. Like we have staff meetings where we're in this room over here encountering God. And people are crying, people are prophesying, people are pouring out their hearts. And the fire of God is there on this team. And, and I love our team. And I I am so thankful. I'm so thankful for what happens in our media. I'm so thankful for what happens with our kids, that our kids are not back there watching a video and being, we're babysitting them and just hoping that we can get through the time and that the preacher doesn't preach too long so they can get rid of the kids. No, those kids are back there. They're praying over the sick. They're prophesying. They often come out and they're like, they've been praying for people and they're asking, like, hey, we prayed for you, mommy, how's your back? You know, and they're like, they have faith and they're amazing. And then what God is doing in our young people and and, and man, what is breaking forth, and the way Wesley and and Nikki are, are, are leading our young people and the fresh fire. That that is that is on them, and then we have micro churches and micro church leaders who are pastoring in this church. And so much of the of the pastoring and the needs are met in these different groups: our singles groups, our, our Titus, the ladies' meeting, our men's groups. So much is happening here, and God is moving. and And then you look at this year at how people have grown in their preaching gifts. Like it's not. It's not just me preaching like Jason, I mean that last message he brought was amazing what he brought. And Wesley just brings it, really brings it home. The teaching gift that 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 he carries is so powerful. And and last night you were ministering somewhere and saw some people saved and gotten moved. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> And then Andrew this year has been stepping in to a, a greater role. And I so appreciate his leadership. And, you know, there's a lot going on even that, that you don't see. Like our staff meetings right now, Andrew has led the majority of our staff meetings this year. And has done an amazing job. And and part of our goal in 2021 was Andrew and I mirrored each other. And he is taking more and more of the senior leadership role in this church. And as we, in 2022, we anticipate a passing of that over where I will be giving the senior leadership over to Andrew. Now, we're still going to be here, and I believe we're going to be more powerful here than ever before because we're going to be obeying the Lord and stepping more and more into what he's calling us to do in this season. And we have a mandate Marcy and I have a mandate in the nations. We have a mandate in the city. And we have a mandate in this house to keep raising the level up where leaders are rising under us and rising up. And so, I don't want to get in the way. (laughs) And that's one of our prayers. It's like, Lord, don't, don't let us get in the way of what you're doing. So we don't know exactly the timing on all of that, but I just want you to know that Things are happening, and I want you to know that there is good movement in this house. And that this is all part of growth, and we are growing. Now, we're going on a, no, we're going on a vacation cruise. Now, yes, you, Wesley, have won. No, you are going to Croatia. No, okay. Sorry, Mom. I got carried away. All right. Now, let me explain what this picture's about. There's hope for this message. As, as I was praying earlier in the year, I saw church. You know, there was a season where it was kind of like church was come, and you come to get something. Aren't you thankful that we've moved out of that season? That we're not here? I don't believe you're here this morning to be entertained. <laughs> I, I believe, and you know, we had a season where I felt like, it was, was more like we were, we were a big battleship, and that was a good transition, that we recognized that we were here to, to bring change, and we're here, and we are fighting a spiritual battle. But you know, as I was praying over this season about convergence, I saw us like a PT boat. And I feel like we have these specific assignments from the Lord for this season, and I feel like he he's, has us in a place right now where we can move and we can turn. And when the Lord says, go this way, like we can totally move. And step into key assignments in our city. And I felt as I was praying for us that the Lord was breaking off of us any remaining religious identity And that there is this confidence coming on us as a body to be who we really are. We're not here to try to be somebody else. And I believe that churches have actually assignments in cities and regions. Just like individuals. And that no two churches are to be the same. And so I saw us glistening and I heard gold to the core. And I feel like there's just, again, such this place of confidence and security in our identity. This is who we are in this region. And we are here to fulfill our assignment. So I saw this boat like shooting out and establishing these beachheads. And I believe that we can shift the culture in a region. It doesn't, take, it doesn't take a majority. It doesn't take the largest church. And Convergence has always been, as I said earlier, a pioneering house. That we're here to be on the front edge. As I was praying, I also saw another picture. I saw like a cat, and I saw that cat morph into a lion. And I feel like there is a greater boldness that is coming on us. And some of you are already pretty bold. It's going to be kind of scary to see what this looks like. But I feel like there's a new boldness that's coming to us, and I see us moving from nice and tame to fierce and fiery. Would that be okay with you? Look at the person next to you and say, fierce and fiery. (laughs) A new fierce and fiery boldness. (laughs) Woo! Man, just when you said that in the room, I felt some chains falling off. And I feel the roar of God over our region. I feel the shout of God. I see the trumpet sound a clear note and religious fog and timidity are being cut through with a clear and distinct sound. Yes, come on. And it is a moment of opportunity for breakthrough in our region. And I want to talk to you just of of some of the, some of the ways I feel like this breakthrough is going to manifest through us. And I want to say that I love my city. I decided to move here when I was two with my mom's help. It was a good decision, I think. <laughs> and we moved here from an undisclosed state up north, but I am a Texan. <laughs> And I love my city. I love Fort Worth, Texas. And I love what God's doing in this city. And I'm so thankful to be placed here. You know, there's a place in our city, and it's getting a lot of notoriety right now, called Hell's Half Acre. And uh, this area of town began to emerge after the Civil War. In fact, they think that the name for this area probably came as people came back from the Civil War, there had been some areas that had names like that. And so there was a part of our city that began to be known as Hell's Half Acre. And it was a place of prostitution, gambling, violence, drunkenness. And, and as you actually were coming the, up the trail, like people would see this area of our town like on, on a hill there. And uh, it's the area you can't really see that that well. But you see the convention center there, the dome, and uh, that goes all the way down there to like the water gardens there at uh, Lancaster and and 30, which uh, obviously is is it grew to be beyond a half acre. <laughs> uh, that's more more than a half acre right there. And uh, but this area of our town right there, you can you can see it on an on an old map. But Illegal activity in this area was tolerated by city officials because of the pull for money. Not a good thing, was it? And, you know, there were many efforts to to shut down Hell's Half Acre, but you know what it took? It took a war. And uh, the U.S. Army came in and, and said, hey, we, we, need to, we need to train soldiers in this city, and we need this to stop. And out of that, Hell's Half Acre was shut down. Um, and they began to build Camp Bowie, actually, uh, which later moved out more to, to West Texas. Um, but that encampment began to go for the training of soldiers. Um, It didn't last long. We were hitting near the, the end of the war here. But I feel like there's something important for our city in that. That what set our city free from that was a call to train people for war. Our name is Fort Worth. And in this city, we are called to equip and train people for battle. And that is when we are at our best. That is what calls us up out of our bondage. And out of things that we have tolerated that don't need to be in our city, this city has a mandate to equip. And, and this church has always had that mandate. Like, I look back in the history of our church from 1951 and ministries birthed out of this church, in this church, touching, equipping at a high level all through the history of this house. We are a city called to train and equip warriors who will change the world. We are a fortress of worth. You know, in 1910, uh, Southwestern, Baptist Theological Seminary moved from Fort, moved to Fort Worth from Waco and became the largest seminary, the largest seminary training and equipping people for ministry in the world. And for over 40 years, my dad taught at that seminary and brought a fire in his classes and was part of that heritage and that seminary becoming the largest in the world. We have an equipping mandate on us as a city and as a house. In 1920s, the first regular Christian radio in the. US, Fort Worth was the birthplace. In 1949, First Baptist Church of Fort Worth was the largest church in the nation. Some people say in the world, um, "I haven't been able to document that yet." Um, but definitely um, I've seen enough documentation of the largest church in the nation in Fort Worth, Texas. And so for our first worship in the park in 2022, we are going to go into the water gardens right there at the base of Hell's Half Acre, and we're going to declare that that place in our city is redeemed. And it is not Hell's Half Acre. (laughs) And it is a place of hope and restoration, and we're gonna we're gonna rename this. We're gonna have a, we're gonna have a great time. And I believe even we're we're just pondering and praying over even like where is worship in the park number two this year. And there's so many places I'd like to go that we can't go to all of them in one year. Um. There's a there's a place farther down in, in downtown that could be a consideration for another time where. Where, where John F. Kennedy, when he spoke here right before he was assassinated, right at the memorial there, um, he said something like, "Fort Worth is not a place of timid people." (laughs) That's not don't quote me exactly on that, but uh, wouldn't it be something to go pray there, and declare and agree with that over our city? So I'm excited about doing this in the Water Gardens on April 1st, our our first worship in the park. And we're going to go mobile this year, and uh, we're going to go into specific locations. We're that PT boat, and we're going to go establish those beachheads. It is a moment of opportunity and breakthrough in our region. So I saw, as I also was praying, I saw gifts in our body that have been hidden emerging this year, and I saw fresh marching orders coming to the entire body. Would that be okay with you? And I, I saw us with that. I saw this new place of like our walking with each other in a deeper way and coming into alignment. I saw this like, like an army like popping into place, aligning in rows. And uh, Ephesians 5.21 when it says be subject to one another in the fear of Christ, which comes right after being full of the scripture, be filled with the Holy Spirit. Part of being filled with the Holy Spirit is that we learn to rightly align and submit to each other in the body of Christ, that we need each other. Look at the person next to you and say, I need you. (laughs) And we're we're going to align, we're going to call each other up in 2022 in a fresh way. So we're going to build boldly. And part of the way that building has happened through convergence, especially for the last 20, 30 years, Has been in the prophetic. And uh, Nikki is leading a prophetic training. How many of you were there Wednesday night? (laughs) I think there were about 100 people here. And people from all over the region. And we must continue to take our place in this region as a prophetic house. And out of all this region, I still don't know anybody that carries what we carry in the prophetic, in this house. And I am very excited about this new season, a new level of training that's beginning to take place. Also with that, I'm doing Heart of Prophecy coming up in February. Throwing a little commercial for that. I'll be also in February doing one of those down in the Houston area, if you have any friends down there. Guys, we've got a new release coming out. Sweet fragrance. So excited about that. And and there is a media call on our house. And songs have been birthed out of this house. I used to drive, driving to church back in the mid-90s. I would turn on 91.7 and they'd be playing Holy Oil from Convergence Church. And Holy Oil Actually, back in the day, we had these things we called, they were called CDs. You had a player in your car, in your house. You you stuck it in there. You tried to not scratch it too bad. And yeah, I know. <laughs> Dating myself, and we sold most of those CDs at a place called Toronto. And at the church, at the Catch the Fire there, in the, in the revival. Um, CDs from this house, every single song came forth in worship in this house, and it went out. And, and that has been part of the call in this house, and we're stepping into it in a fresh way in this season. And songs are going to be birthed, books, we're pregnant with books. Some of us are very pregnant. People are saying to me, like, your book's coming out this year, right? I'm like, yes, yes. One, maybe two. I'm working on six right now, but I got to finish it. Jesus, thank you. Extend your hand for a second to me. All right, thank you. Help him, Jesus, says my wife. Thank you. (laughs) Developing content, such a high value. Producing books, music. People need what we carry, there's equipping manuals that are going to be birthed and come forth, that are going to help the body of Christ. Um, The leadership team of this house, like I just want you to know, like several, a couple months ago, we brought in the leadership team from Antioch, our amazing friends over here at Antioch. And the staff, our staff, we prayed, we spent a whole morning praying and ministering to Antioch Church's staff. Now, have you ever heard of anything like that? And it was such a powerful time. It was so powerful that Jamie got up and even mentioned it on that sun, on that Sunday, that it had been such a powerful time of encounter for their team. And if you can touch a church team, you can touch a church. And we're just thankful for our friends in the body of Christ. The year before, we did that with the staff of New River out in Hudson Oaks, and uh, and we'll be doing that some more. It's part of like we have a team that. Is that amazing that they can minister and love to minister to other, other church teams. And so some of the things that we're praying about, and these are things that as elders, and I want you to be praying with us. We have such a large Spanish population around us. Wouldn't it be a great thing if we could have a Spanish congregation? <laughs> so will you pray with us into that for the right connections? In believing that this was something that we could launch into. And we have House of Prayer here now that's been growing. And, and it's grown all the way from it. We go from 9 to like 4 in the afternoon on Thursdays now. And I want to encourage you one to come. And if you have felt a greater fire on our worship, on our staff, part of it is because we sit in the presence of the Lord for several hours on Thursdays. And his presence brings transformation. All right, so some of the things we're also praying into, churches growing, expanding. I, I'd love to have several, two, three, four, who knows, how many more micro churches that we're pregnant with and, and growing to make room for a harvest. And you know, our church says, I want you to look at this room this morning even, and you want to know how many people are involved in a microchurch? 133. Isn't that cool? That's also the, the, the psalm of unity. 133. Um, prophetic teams and our, actually our young people are going to begin to prophesy at the end of our Family First Sundays. How many of you were here the Sunday that our, our children prophesied over everybody. Such Okay, it was such an amazing, I just love that about our house. We're here to see every single one of us step into the fullness of what God has. Uh, so our first Sunday Youth Prophetic Teams, I mentioned. Guys, we gotta be ready, there's a harvest out there with new believers. And some of you carry a mantle on you to help equip new believers. And we wanna, know, we want, we wanna hear from you. Because this is something that the harvest is coming. And, and so we're going to have to be ready. And so opportunities for growth and strengthen marriages. And I so appreciate Jason and Kim and our, our family ministries. And there are going to be some, I'm not going to go into the details of those. But some of the uh, ways that we really believe that God has given us some strategy to see marriages and families strengthen this year. So, Matthew 16, 15, Jesus said to them, but who do you say that I am? Who do you say that I am? And a key to building boldly is that every single one of us this year is going to grow in our revelation of Jesus. Simon Peter answered and said, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. Jesus said, Simon, you didn't make that up. (laughs) Simon, you didn't get that from your brain. Simon, you didn't even get that from a a Sunday school class. You got that from your father. Blessed are you, Simon Barjona, because flesh and blood did not reveal this to you, but my father who is in heaven. And can I say today that the father is still revealing Jesus? And that the Father is going to reveal Jesus to you for all eternity. And after a billion years, Jesus is so amazing that you're still going to be receiving greater revelation of who he is. That's how awesome our Jesus is. And so in 2022, we're going to encounter Jesus, every single one of us. And we're going to grow in the revelation of who he is. Because see, to build and go where you've got to go, you have to have a greater revelation of Jesus that's going to open the door for it. As Wesley got up and talked about an open door in the heavens, it's when you step into those open doors and you see Jesus that out of that encounter, you're able to step into what you need to step into. It's one of my biggest prayers for us. It's one of my biggest prayers for my family. I'm like, God, Give us the encounters we need to fully align with what you're calling us to do in this season. Because it's not all about just setting your face that we're going to do. It's like there's a revelation of Jesus that you're called to bring. There's a revelation of Jesus that convergence is called to build into our region in this year. I say to you that you are Peter, and upon this rock, which I believe is that revelation of Jesus, of who he is, Jesus himself, the cornerstone. Upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades will not overpower it. And that's not a picture of defense, of us, you know, hoping that we can withstand the onslaughts. It's a hard time out there. No, that is us that we have been given authority And that we break through the gates of hell. It's not a picture of a defensive church. But an offensive church. And a church that has been given the keys. Of the kingdom of heaven. That whatever you bind on earth. Shall be bound. Shall have been bound. (laughs) My New American Standard Bible. I love that. It's trying to. Replicate the exact Greek tense of the verbs. <laughs> shall have been bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth shall have been loosed in heaven. Jesus is building his church. That means he's building you. That means he is building convergence. Period. I will build My church in Fort Worth, Texas. And I will build convergence. And convergence is not a building. Convergence is you. It's Carol. It's Bob Wardlaw. It's Edson. Playing the drums. Come on. Love that. It's Misty Hansen keeping so many things going and in an order. <laughs> we love you, Misty. You're amazing. So we take our place and we receive the revelation of Jesus that he is entrusting to us in this season. This is who I say you are. This is who I know you are. And out of that, we're going to build. I will build. We're going to come into agreement. It's one of my daily prayers right now. I say, Lord, make me a wise master builder with you. That's what the apostle Paul said he was. I said, I pray, Lord, make me a wise master builder of you, of churches, cities, nations, legacies, movements, I want to build with you, Jesus. I take my place as a builder. Jesus is building his church. So Andrew, why don't you come up and and help me here. And Justin, why don't you go ahead and, or somebody head to the keys, it'd be great. Yeah. Ezra... 1-5, 1-5, it says, the then the family and the heads of Judah and Benjamin, the priests and the Levites, and everyone whose heart God had moved, prepared to go up and build the house of the Lord in Jerusalem. I believe God's stirring our hearts, and I believe he's moving us to build.
1: Yeah, so we're just going to kind of move into a, a little bit of a time of ministry, um, can we stand? I, uh, I had it on my heart as we ended. That's why we're kind of doing this dual thing, if you're wondering. Um, again, uh, when, when we talk about convergence, when we're talking about, you know, we had a, a bunch of things up there, and when we talk about what does it look like to build boldly as a house, I wanna make sure that we drive this point home that part of what we're talking about is you building boldly in your house it's not just about you know the things that we're doing this year which is amazing we're doing a lot of amazing things to impact this city and to see this whole region transformed but that happens as your house is transformed as you step in to that place individually and as a family see this isn't about just hey look at this corporate vision it's not all about corporate vision it's about individual vision as well and so what I had on, on my heart this morning is to invite you into this this isn't just about us as a leadership team it's not just about us as a staff this is about you this is about your family. This is about what 2022 is going to be. And so what I want you to do is, this is one of those few times where the pastor's going to tell you to take out your phone, take out a piece of paper if you have one. And here's what I want you to do. I want you to take just a few minutes and I want you to ask the Lord this question. What... Does it look like for me, for my family to build boldly in 2022? But here's what I want you to do. I don't just want you, you know, sometimes we can just pray that. I want you to pray it and I want you to write it down even if it scares you. What does this word mean, right? It means, it means. Courage, it means risk, it means confidence. So, if you're building boldly that you're writing down doesn't include any of those words, you need to keep praying because the Lord's wanting to release something this year that's going to shake something up. It's going to be so confident, you're going to be like, Whoa, I don't know about that word, Lord. And the Lord's like, Hey, that's me, write it down. That's me. Write it down. We we showed a slide last week. What happens when you get His vision? It's always bigger than your vision. It is accompanied with the resources of heaven and it always pulls you out of your comfort zone. Always. So let's just take a few minutes and just, just type it in your phone, write it down. But I want you to actually physically do it. Don't just have it in your mind. I want you to write it on something. So let's just take a moment. Lord, we just invite you. We thank you that you're here. And so Jesus, we just thank you, Jesus. Oh, I see some people in this room, you need to write, start a business this year. Some of you in this room, You need to begin to write dreams down that you had 10 years ago. And the Lord is saying, now is the time to build boldly. I'm bringing that thing up because you're going to step confidently into it this year. So Jesus, we just thank you. We thank you for for the desires that are on your heart as we build boldly, Lord. Thank you for the confidence. Lord, this isn't an earthly confidence. This isn't a look at me confidence. This is a look-at-you confidence. This is a confidence like Peter and John had in Acts when it says, Who are these untrained men? And yet they knew that they had been with Jesus. That's the confidence that we're that we're believing for this year, Lord, that people are going to be like, man, I don't know, I don't know what is the deal with this person, but they know something that I need to know. They've got something that I need. Jesus, would you show us how you want to build boldly in us this year as a house and as individual houses. And Lord, we just speak a blessing, God. We just thank you, Lord, that the influence that you've given this house, that the favor that you've given this house, that that the things that you've put on this house, we just release it over the houses in this entire room. We release it. This is the year of favor and increase. The sovereign Lord God is upon us to preach the good news, to release the captives to bind up the brokenhearted and to release the favorable year of the Lord Jesus I'm just going to take one more minute one more minute so if you got something just write it down doesn't have to be anything crazy just one or two things if you got it Jesus Jesus All right. Now we're gonna, we're gonna activate it, okay? So I want us to stand up. I want you to hold up. If it was a pen, if it was a, a paper, a notepad, if it was your phone, I just want you to hold it up in the air. Here's what we're doing. This isn't just some crazy thing. This is an act of saying, we give this to you, Lord, in 2022. Lord, we just declare that as a body, we will build boldly this year. Lord, whatever is written down, we just ask you, Lord, that this wasn't just something we wrote down for ourselves. This is something that you're wanting to birth and do in us and through us this year. So we give this to you, Lord. We give this year to you, God. We give this vision to you, Lord. We give, we give our families to you. We give our, uh, ourselves to you. If you're, if you're, just, we just pour ourselves out to you, Lord. And I just ask you, Lord, that everything that is written down, Lord, I'm asking that you would ignite it in your fire. Lord, that your confidence would fill it. That your courage would fill us as a church. God, that we would be willing to risk something, Lord. That we would cry out even as Jabez did and said, Oh, that you would bless me and that you would enlarge my territory, Jesus. God, that you would extend the tent pegs, Lord, this year, Jesus. So right now, God, I just breathe, we just breathe fresh fire on the dreams. Fresh fire on the desires. Fresh fire on our hearts, Lord. Oh, Lord, we just say, oh, Jesus, you can have it all. You can have this this year. You can have this this year. And Jesus, I'm asking, Lord, as we already went after this year, Lord, that some of these things that are written down are going to require massive provision. It's going to require funds that maybe you don't currently possess. And even as we dance this morning... One of the words the Lord's been giving me is this thing about enlarging, like taking land. I felt like the Lord told me, I was was having my quiet time three weeks ago, I think it was, and the Lord said, there's a battle over land. And I just feel this invitation this morning. I want you to take that thing and I just want you to take one step into it. Just take a step, physical step. If you have to get out of your seat for a second, just take a step. And Lord, by this step, we are thanking you for the provision that you are releasing because this is an opportunity to take land, to take land. So we step into that place right now in Jesus' name. If you want to be Wesley and stand on the chair, that's, that's creative. Come on. Yeah. Jesus. Jesus. So Lord, we just step into that boldly, 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 boldly. Right now, the last thing I want to pray for is this, that that there is a place right now where the Lord is increasing your boldness. So Lord, right now, we step into that place of boldness, Lord, even as it says In Acts 9, Lord, it said that Saul had an encounter with you. And then in Acts 9, verse 28, it says he immediately began to speak boldly. So God, we release boldness. We release boldness in Jesus' name. Your business needs your boldness. Your family needs greater boldness. So right now, we just release that boldness and we just say we will speak boldly this year unashamed boldness in Jesus' name.